This is the second episode of Please Touch the Art. This is Kieve Roadheaver. And who are you? Hey everybody, my name is Oliver Licking. My pronouns are they, them, and theirs. Uh, I'm excited to be talking about art today. I don't have much of a background in it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's good, because I have a Master's of Fine Arts from Columbus College of Art and Design, and I am a painter, mostly watercolor and acrylic. I use they, them, theirs pronouns. We're going to go ahead and jump into a cold read of this piece. Do you know what a cold read is? How about you go ahead and explain it? Yeah, so a cold read is where you walk in, you find a picture or artwork that you've never seen before, and just by looking at it, you try to decide like what you think it's about, who you think made it, what you're seeing, what speaks to you, what you think it means, all of that. Um, something that I'm really sad that we're missing by looking at this piece on my computer is that this piece is actually going to be larger than life. It's going to be a bigger piece than Obama himself would be. Do you want to talk to me about some of the things that you're seeing on the painting, or do you want me to start for you? Sure. So I see Obama leaning forward, sitting in an old, looks like a period chair. He's in his full suit with his arms crossed. It's got this beautiful backdrop of, of different greenery and, and plant life, and parts of it look like it's overtaking him or overtaking the seat that he's sitting in. He looks like he's making eye contact with the audience, perhaps. Yeah. So he looks like he's breaking the, the third wall. Yeah. Yeah, I see that too. Also, some of the things that you referenced are really great. I love that you referenced the flowers and that you referenced the gaze of Obama throwing it back to us. And I really want to draw your attention kind of again to like the interplay of like the jungle coming forward and covering covering Obama and also receding into the background. Those are some of the things that we're going to be focusing on as we continue forward. So this is Kahindi Wiley's Portrait of Obama. This is the portrait that was made when Obama left office and is the official presidential portrait. Let me talk a little bit about Kahindi Wiley's artist statement. If you go onto his website, you will find a very beautiful, very, very beautiful artist statement. I'll link to the website in the show notes. Anyway, Kahindi uses the visual rhetoric of the heroic, the majestic, the powerful Western standard-wise in art history and translates that into images of urban black and brown men traditionally. Of course, Obama is in a suit instead of like the classic street clothes, but the rules still apply here. Generally, Kahindi uses the signifiers of Western culture. Like, for example, you'll see a lot of 
what's called a counterpostal pose. Do you know what counterpostal is? I don't. So counterpostal, if you've ever seen the portrait, uh, if you've ever seen rather the sculpture of David by Michelangelo, that is a counterpostal pose. Traditionally, it is someone who is standing with their weight on one foot and their other leg kind of relaxed, one hip cocked up, and traditionally with arms in a relaxed kind of position, usually one up and one down. It's just a very like implied, I am leisurely standing here, Renaissancean pose. Candy Rather will also reference paintings of kings, queens, any other kind of monarch, often feminized portraits alongside the majestic portraits, which I find really interesting. Quick question. So yeah. Kahindi does like playing with femininity in his paintings is what I heard or um, something else? Sometimes, not always. Traditionally, the focus is on just the majesty of a piece or the familiarity of an older piece. In particular, the ones that I've seen that usually are referencing femininity are also biblical references. Like there are a few portraits of like that are based on statues of the Mother Mary and things like that. Often the models in Kahindi Wiley's pieces wear street clothes as opposed to Obama's suit, but perhaps that's why he's not wearing a tie. <laughs> and they're usually posed they're usually posed in reference to something. This piece in particular is different because this piece is not referencing any other art historical piece at all. This is the pose that Obama chose. This is not a painting. This is not a sculpture. This is just the way that they decided they wanted it. And another thing to realize about Kahindi Wiley is the main focus of his pieces is to give a visual is to give a visual history to those who don't have a visual inheritance and to provide more space for conversation, more space for finding them inside of a museum. Kahindi feels like there is this vast, and I agree, a vast like debt in having people of color in museums, in having them in places of power. Often when you do find paintings of people of color, it's normally people of color in poverty or people of color in a quote-unquote tribal setting. Going back to the painting, Kahindi Wiley works in larger-than-life oil painting. This painting is from 2018. I want to focus a little bit on what I mentioned earlier about this piece not having a lot of historical context. Do you have an idea of why Kahindi and Obama might have wanted to choose to strike a new pose rather than referencing something older? Well, I imagine that Obama wants to see himself as a different president from predecessors, right? And he already is probably very aware of the fact that he's the first like person of color to hold presidency. So he wanted to not be referencing some random Renaissance white art, I imagine. Right. I, I feel the same way. I also feel like it's kind of because... Obama himself is already a symbol of power. Obama himself is already kind of a Western royal figure, albeit we don't often refer to the presidents as royalty. Closest the US has. Closest, yeah. yeah. 
I want to also talk about the flowers again. There are three kinds of flowers that are featured in the painting. There are chrysanthemums, jasmines, and then African blue lilies. And they're actually in reference to place. The mums are the official flower of Chicago. The jasmine is for Hawaii. And the African blue lilies are a reference to Obama's father being from Kenya. Um, and is the greenery just related to the flowers or is the greenery something too? I, I'm actually not sure what the greenery is. Um, for me, it just kind of appears to be to be an ivy. It might be the jasmine leaves, but mm. I wouldn't quote myself on that. Is there any significance to the piece of furniture he's on? Not in my... I, I'm sure there is, to be quite honest, but in my research, I did not focus on the chair itself. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about Obama and perhaps like why the interplay between Obama choosing Kahindi and why I think like that might have occurred. First of all, Obama, of course, is the first person of color president of the United States, as we know. And with that comes a lot of burden and a lot of symbology, and you're going to want to leave behind kind of a very, like, strong legacy to make sure that these things keep on happening, that we keep on getting representation of other kind of folks in higher power. And one of the things that I think that Obama really wanted was kind of a powerful portrait, like a portrait of power. And one of the things I found an article that I'm pulling this quote from, power demands worship, worship demands myth, and myth tends to style. I really think that Obama really wanted to be almost mythic with this. I think that Obama wanted children, when they opened up a textbook, after not having known life during his presidency, I, want, I think that he would have wanted them to open it up and be fascinated by the fantasy aspects of the flowers and the floating and just to be captivated by it and to like think more about it than like a stuffy office or something like that. Do you have any like thoughts about that? I think that's interesting and I think that that falls in line with my perception and knowledge of Obama is he wants to see himself as a president of significant legacy right he wasn't just a placeholder he wasn't just a token of his identity being in the presidency but he the work he did was significant so it makes sense that he wants that expressed in the art depicting him I think another reason why Obama wanted to pick Kahindi is that Kahindi really is kind of a pop star icon in the artist world. He deals with history and art history and uses that rhetoric of Western royalty that I mentioned before. I think Kahindi really is trying to use, if I might like, brand-wise, kind of the Western royal brand, even, to market power in black and brown folks. And it's here and around the world. I think it's really quite, quite nice that Obama picked Kahindi to do the portrait because Kahindi is in such a spotlight and does use just that really historical, nice niche background. Do you have anything you want to add about that? What do you think? 
I I like what I'm hearing about this. It's interesting to me, the artist that was picked for this portrait, because I think when I think of presidential portraits, I think of really typical, maybe even late 1800s to my knowledge, so like my mm-hmm. layperson sense of art, old style portraiture, right? Sitting in a chair by a fireplace or something. I guess I have some questions. Did he, you mentioned earlier that he picks the pose that he was posing, Kehinde didn't. Do do presidents normally have this much control or want this much control of their portraits? I'm actually gonna backtrack on what I said. I don't actually know the complete interplay between who chose this pose in particular, but I do know that there is no other pose. So I imagine that the two of them would have collaborated on this pose. I do know in Kehinde's other pieces often the subjects will be handed an art historical book or set of photos and they will be able to pick out which one they want to be painted as, Uh, um, which I found really fascinating. So I imagine that Obama had say in how he wanted to be painted. And speaking like historically, a lot of kings and queens picked the backdrop that they wanted to be seated on, what they wanted to be wearing what they even wanted to be holding if they were holding something and like how what age they wanted to be depicted as even um so i imagine that there was a lot of like ability to kind of decide what he wanted to look like Mm -hmm. so there's actually what's really funny is there's actually kind of a I, I thought I thought it was really funny when I was Googling around that there seems to be a gatekeeping kind of controversy thing about Kahindi painting Obama. I don't particularly agree with this, but the main point is that they decided that Kahindi Wiley was too popular, to be honest. They decided that he was too commercial. They were worried that, like, his paintings wouldn't, like, last the test of time, that they were too fantastical, too different. And there was even one article that was like, oh yeah, the shoe on the right side is not in the correct perspective. What is it sitting on? And I was like, are we really, are we really getting this, quite this petty about this portraiture? I mean, I imagine that if there's a way to be petty about anything Obama or Michelle chooses, there's going to be someone who will have something to say. I'm sure. I don't, like, look at presidential portraits. I don't make a point of doing that. I think I know what Kennedy's looks like because right. the pose looks a little different and is notable and gets referenced in movies and stuff. But this seems like a very different sort of pivot from the traditional art art choices that presidents make. Do presidents take this much interest in art or is Obama special in this way? So, I, so I'm just going to be very honest with you. I don't know a lot of the personalities of a lot of our past presidents. I really only began to focus on the personalities of presidents when I was able to vote. So Obama was like the first president that I was able to vote for the second time around. So, you know, I don't really, I don't really actually know the answer to that question. I, and I, um, I hesitate to like look into what our current president thinks of as far as like art is concerned. I don't think that we would get along probably. Another thing that I want to 
talk about while we're talking about Candy Wiley is I want to talk a little bit about colonialism because I kind of dropped that down. Colonialism is the process that takes place when another country comes in and introduces their food, introduces their their culture and their religion and their practices and erases either by killing, to be quite frank, or by imprisoning or by rumor mongering that their culture is the only right culture and that the indigen the culture of the indigenous population is demonized or in other words made kind of unwell and colonialism is still intact and alive today that's why american culture english culture is the most widely known the most widely spread and the most popular Candy Wiley also would be considered to be another identity artist. I mentioned identity art in the previous episode, but do you need a refresher on what identity art is? Go ahead and give it to me. All right. So identity art is art that deals with any minority identity. We're talking being a person of color, making art about people of color. We're talking being a queer human being and making art about being queer, being a disabled person and making art about your disability, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing that I want to point out that isn't necessarily something that I think that Kahindi Wiley personally has a problem with, but I know a lot of my peers um, have referenced this being a problem is being able to take the title artist rather than minority artist. So like artist versus black artist or woman artist or queer artist or disabled artist. A lot of times white folk, able-bodied folk, cisgendered folk, male folk often get to just have a label. Like they are an artist, they are a videographer, they are a camera person, but a lot of times Minorities don't often get recognized unless they are making artwork about their own experience. And that kind of pigeonholes them into making art that they don't necessarily like. It's not that they don't want to make it, it's that they feel like they might have to make it. And I don't think this is something that Kahindi Wiley deals with, but I think it's something that people should be aware of if we're also aware of like identity art and talking about the lack of black and brown artists in museums, in galleries. It's getting better, it is, but it's very slow. That's kind of a universal problem, yeah, right? So it like, is a universal problem. I can't find. I'm a little bad at names. I think it's Octavia Butler as a science was a science fiction author. Yeah, but I don't find her in the science fiction section. You find her in the African American section of the library or of bookstores. Mm -hmm. But she was a prolific and excellent writer of dystopian and and science fiction types of work. It, assuming I haven't confused the name. So that's notable that it has to be about her identity and not about her work standing on its own. Right. Yeah. Definitely. You you mentioned a little bit about the types of portraits he makes like that are besides the Obama piece. Mm -hmm. Are they pop like pop artists typically? Does he pick lay people ever and tries to like bring forward? Oh. 
that type of visage or... Yeah, actually, uh, wow, I almost called Gehendi Obama, two different people. Gehendi actually does, um, he goes and f- to different folks, and it started in New York and then spread all over what he refers to as the world stage, meaning across the globe. And he will pick just people that he knows, people that he's run into, usually lay people, sometimes people just on the street. And he goes, hey, whatever you're wearing right now, do you want to pose like a painting or a sculpture? Let me take a picture of you and I'll paint you later. And he's still considered more of a commercial artist, even though he's painting lay people. Yeah. So commercial... Commercial art is very weird and fuzzy versus fine art, which is also very weird and fuzzy. A lot of people tend to think of Kahindi as, I, or rather, I tend to think of Kahindi as straddling the fine art and the commercial art trend because a part of being a commercial artist in some ways means that you're also very accessible. You're very pretty to look at. People want to see more of your work. It's familiar. It's nice. It's tasty. It's bite-sized as far as, like, art theory is concerned, usually. But also, it has, like, a lot of these, like, beautiful, beautiful historical moments that you have to, like, read beyond to, like, kind of get into the, get into, like, the predecessors of Kehinde Wiley's portraiture and, like, stuff like that and where he's gleaning all of this lovely information that is ends up being translated into a single portrait. Where does this painting live or where will it live? Because, like, pop culture-wise, movies, the paintings look like they're in the White House according to things like House of Cards. I don't actually think that they're in the White House. I think they're actually, like, in the Smithsonian or something like that, if I remember. Yeah, is there a hall where they line up the presidents? There is actually. So this um, is going to live live in juxtaposition of all of those like stodgy, dark paintings. Yeah, I think it is. In the, Did you find it? It's in the Smithsonian. It will eventually be. It will eventually be in the Smithsonian. We need we need the we need all the deets. I need all the deets. You're <laughs> right. I do deets. need all the deets. I'm so sorry that I don't You're have good. all the deets. I usually try to have all the deets. I was also, I don't know if you could answer this as well, but just looking at the one, well, I guess. George I also Bush. have the name of the piece that's in the CMOA for like our outro. Oh, cool. Um, most of the presidents, and I don't know if this is something you can answer, most of them, it's not their full body. Yeah. Oh, it's mostly their face. Or at least from their waist up. Mm-hmm. And only like maybe two of them show their feet. I didn't know if there was some significance to that. I think it's. I, I honestly think just that it's a just a portrait. It's a choice um, more than anything else. I know that some presidents, at least one of president, was in a wheelchair. Mm. So, like, that was probably why for that though. person. That's a little... Yeah. He's looking a little more... Well, and you, when the first time you saw this, you told me that you thought that this was referencing the painting of Abe Lincoln. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It's similar, but not quite. Not quite, yeah. Is it the same chair? I, it is not the same chair. I, I, glance we keep, I keep wanting it to be about Lincoln. But I think I'm glad it's by itself it, and not related to a white so guy. So the Smithsonian Institute seems to say that it is going to have it, and that is all I can find. This piece was Kahindi Wiley's Portrait of Obama. Kahindi Wiley can be found on his website, kahindiwiley.com, spelled K E 
H-I-N-D-E-W-I-L-E-Y.com. He's also on Instagram as Kahindi Wiley, all one word, K-E-H-I-N-D-E-W-I-L-E-Y, and on Facebook under the same name. I will be linking it in the show notes if you didn't catch that spelling. Thank you for having me, WCBE. You can find me with their other podcasts or where any other podcasts are found. I would love to recommend the artist Fred Wilson if you're really into putting more people of color in museums. He's not a painter, but he's real cool. You also can find another Kahindi Wiley piece at the Columbus Museum of Art. This portrait is called The Portrait of Portrait of Andreas Stilte II. It's in the Walter Wing. And I am Kieve Roadheaver. You can find me on Instagram at, or you can find my personal art um, Instagram at kieve.art, spelled K-I-E-V-E dot A-R-T. Oliver, is there anything that you want to share as far as people finding you, or are you just going to be a mystery? I think I'm just going to be a mystery. Thank you so much for teaching me about art today. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm.